Hey, this is Don Wilkins, and we're going to be doing things a little differently this week in honor of Memorial Day. And my reporter, Bobby Hayes, will be asking me questions about Vietnam veterans and the health problems many of them suffer from due to their exposure to Agent Orange. So stay with us. This is Inquire. Don, I want to take us back two years. Snow fell outside the Veterans of Foreign Wars Post 696 as its members held their monthly meeting on February 9, 2016. Although attendance was down, most of those present were Vietnam veterans receiving some percentage of disability benefits from their exposure to Agent Orange, a herbicide sprayed by the United States military during the Vietnam War from 1961 to 1971. Now, tell me, what led you to write this story? It had a lot to do, Bobby, with uh, my, um, my father, who was in uh, Vietnam. And he, you know, he didn't speak a lot about his experience there, and he hid a lot of his problems, his health problems, both mentally and physically, uh, from that experience. And it wasn't until the very end, near the end of his life, um, and him being on uh, that hospice bed, that, uh, that it really dawned on me, that it really hit me about what this exposure to Agent Orange did to him and, and caused him to lose his life at, at age 68, which to me is still uh, a pretty uh, young age. Um, and so it got me thinking uh, about how can I bring attention to this issue and and not really knowing how to go about it, not knowing, you know, who to contact, you know, were there, were there even others out there, uh, you know, who are dealing with the same uh, health problems as my, as my dad was. And so, you know, it, it just, by chance, um, I came across um, another Vietnam veteran as I was working on another story, and and it just sort of snowballed uh, from there. And I got this idea that, hey, you know, my dad is not the only one who's suffering from it, from this. And little did I know, um, just about every Vietnam veteran that I came in contact with had been exposed to Agent Orange in some form or fashion. Okay, tell us a little bit about Agent Orange. What did you learn? How were they exposed to it? What were some of the stories you heard? Well, you have to understand Agent Orange, it, it was the chemical that they sprayed in Vietnam uh, to basically take down all of the jungle uh, there during that time to help uncover the Viet Cong, the, the, the enemy that the Americans were fighting back then. And it contained this chemical called dioxin, and it was basically an herbicide sprayed by the United States government during the Vietnam War from 1961 to 1971. Now, the bulk of that, uh, Agent Orange, was done during the early to mid-60s, but it was, but once you sprayed it, and it, and it was out there, I mean, it got, it soaked into everything, even the vehicles, the, the planes, even if you weren't in the jungles, uh, if you were on a plane that carried the chemical, um, or if you worked on a, uh, a tank that had been out in the jungle that had uh, 
Agent Orange sprayed. It was on that tank. I mean, it was everywhere. So just because you weren't out on the front line, so to speak, uh, you were. You could be exposed. If you, if you drank the water, uh, you were exposed. And many of those uh, Americans were out there and had no idea, you know, that this toxic was affecting their bodies and would have lasting lasting effects once they left uh, Vietnam. So that is you know, that's essentially what they were what they've been dealing with, uh, and they started noticing these various health effects almost immediately after they started returning home. Tell me a little bit about some of those health effects, uh, short-lived and long, long-lasting. Well, this will, I guess, will go back into, um, y- you know, how I first realized that there were other Vietnam veterans out there suffering from similar uh, health problems as my dad, and it, and it had to do with whenever I was, like, like I'd earlier mentioned, I was doing a story out in Cedar Hills about the sewer problems that they were having, and you know, this was during the day. And, you know, so I was just driving around randomly looking for uh, a car that was in the driveway, knocking on doors. I mean, this is, you know, what we have to do sometimes to get a story. And so I came across this house, car in the driveway. So I thought, okay, I'll stop here, knocked on the door, and this this sweet lady came to the door, named Cecilia, Cecilia Yates. And I told her who I was, what I was doing, and she said, oh, yeah, you know, uh, my husband, um, he, he can tell you all about these sewer problems, um, but he's not in the greatest health. And, and so why don't you come in, and, you, and I'll take you to him. And so I go into this dark room. You know, there's this uh, man there, and he's, and he's covered up in blankets, and he has all these prescription bottle pills surrounding him, and, uh, and he's not, not in the greatest health. And we talk, and he tells me about the sewer issues that they're having, and then he says, you know, I, I'm, and then he apologized to me for, he said, I'm sorry, you know, I'm just not, in, not in the greatest health right now. Um, and I said, oh, really, you know, what's going on? And he said, well, he said, I've got all these health problems that were caused by Agent Orange. And I said, oh, you, you were in Vietnam. And he said, oh, yeah. Um, and, and he says, yeah, I have heart disease. I have diabetes and, and this plethora of health problems that were identical to my dad's and and it's like this light went off in my head and I said I said Mr. Yates I said would you be willing to to talk to me about a story in regards to Agent Orange and then he said he said yeah he said uh, he said I'd be glad to talk to you about it and uh, so turned out I had I had uh, diabetes Uh, I had uh, heart uh, uh, arterial heart disease, I had uh, some post-traumatic stress, uh, peripheral neuropathy, which is uh, a central nervous condition that goes outside your legs uh, and everything, and uh, it uh, it causes you weakness, and uh, so uh, by that time, they had decided that Agent Orange was a presumptive uh, uh, indicator of diabetes 2 and some heart disease because men were reporting that they were having trouble with it, that they were passing it on to their children, and some of the children were having uh, birth defects. Well, 
by the time I had all my troubles starting and everything, we were beyond uh, having children. And so it just all went from there. And it was just as by chance meeting uh, with with John Yates that took me you know, to this story. And, it, and so that's when I started calling up, you know, I called up the local BFW and said, hey, you know, do you have, you know, Vietnam veterans who are suffering various health problems, you know, the heart disease, the diabetes, and um, cancer? And they said, yeah, just about everybody in here, you know, is suffering uh, from some sort of health problem due to their exposure to Agent Orange. Now, the issue was, you know, will they talk to you about it? Uh, and if you've ever met anyone who's ever been in battle, um, you know, talking about those experiences, my dad was one of them, rarely talked about any of that experience, Bobby. And um, so I convinced them to say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm doing this story uh, to bring awareness to your, you know, to, the, to this issue of Agent Orange and what these Vietnam veterans are having to deal with late in life. And, and 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 all of the hurdles that they've had to endure to get the government to realize that they, you know, needed help, and they weren't for the longest time weren't getting help either, either through medical or financially, they weren't getting the help, and and the government for a long time just refused to recognize that Agent Orange was the cause of their problems. This is Lou Drotty. But you know, when you give up all these things, you know, uh, because of uh, exposure to something that the U.S. government did, you know. It was bad enough you're over there and Charlie didn't like you, and the South Vietnamese really didn't like you, but then you find that from all the hazards that you were exposed to that maybe the U.S. government didn't like you. Well, many of the veterans, you know, they felt betrayed in a lot of ways because they felt like they fought for their country. They came home um, not welcomed, you know. Um, you know, my dad, you know, he talked about, you know, like, you know, he was spit on. And and so to endure that part of it and then to go through life with these various health problems suffering I mean, he couldn't even um he couldn't even sleep in his own bed you know he had to sleep in a uh, essentially a, a chair for the last few years of his life and i talked to i talked to a widow and her name was sharon westerfield and her husband larry westerfield uh was diagnosed with similar problems diabetes and, and they only learned through the internet uh that Agent Orange was a related cause. I hurt. I hurt because I feel like he was he was uh, abandoned pretty much, and they didn't. And I, we had to search to find out what it was. I mean, they didn't they didn't uh, publicize the fact that you know that he could possibly have Agent Orange because they knew where he was. I mean, the least they could have done was say something to us that you know he is he could have Agent Orange because of what he served, where he served, and what he did. But, you know, they didn't, and we had to search for it ourselves. And then, after he passed away, about two months after he passed away, I got a catalog book, a booklet, that, that said 
um, helps for people with Agent Orange. And it told you how to take care of them. It told you what to expect. It even said in, the, in that book that I could have gotten help from someone to help with him, to help him at home. And so whenever she started telling me about her, how her husband could not sleep in bed, you know, in his own bed any longer the last couple of years of his life, you know, that immediately, you know, uh, I thought of my dad, you know, and he, he complained about his back and, um, and, and he, and he did a great job of hiding that pain. And like I said, it, it wasn't until I saw him, um, in that hospice bed and, 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 and seeing him, I mean, up until the very last week of his life, you know, you wouldn't have ever thought that he suffered from anything. But those Vietnam veterans, that's how they are. You know, they didn't, they, they, they hide their pain and they don't, they're proud. And, and they didn't want any sympathy from anybody. They just wanted the government to acknowledge that they had exposed them to this Agent Orange and this chemical that essentially cut their life short. So after knowing what you know from your personal experience with your father, but also having talked to these veterans, um, is there any advice that you would have for any any veterans out there who are listening to this or who are on the Internet researching similar symptoms or anything like that? Well, there is the, the local DAV uh, that they can go to to apply for benefits if they haven't already. Uh, it's, 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 the office is located near Chautauqua Park, and, and they're all, a lot of them, are volunteers there, and they and they will take uh, you know your information, where you were in Vietnam, uh, and take all the health problems that you're suffering from, and they will do a lot of this paperwork for you to ensure you know that you you know get some disability compensation uh, to help you medical care to help you with these issues. Now there you know there are many guys who felt like whenever I was doing this story. They never sought out, you know, any kind of financial help from the DAV or anyone because they didn't feel like they felt like, well, I should go to someone else. You know, they didn't feel like they felt like they didn't, you know, maybe my health problem wasn't as as big a deal as somebody else's health problem who could be benefiting from this. And they felt like for some reason that they would diminish, you know, the pot of money that's out there um, for someone else. And that's not the case at all. And there are certain percentages, depending on your health condition, you know, that range. You know, I talked to veterans who said they were considered 40 percent disabled or, you know, 80 percent disabled. I I always thought if you were disabled, you were disabled. I I didn't know that there were percentages of disability, but but there are. And so, you know, I talked to uh, Terry Stinson in one of my interviews, and he takes seven insulin shots a day. Yeah, you know, but now I look at her and I'm 64 years old and I'm taking seven insulin shots a day. Seven. You know, and I have to time it. Me and my wife go out to eat dinner. I got to time it. Yeah. Or I want to go into uh, low blood sugar or, you know, or whatever, you know. Or, or like, I can't run anymore yeah. because of the foot pain. Yeah, I can't feel my feet anymore. Yeah. And, and he's, um, you know, not at least at the time that I talked to him, uh, was only he was only like 50% disabled. And you're thinking, somebody who has to take seven insulin shots a day from their exposure to Agent Orange, to me sounds like a pretty serious health condition they have going on. So um, so there are those things that they battle with with the U.S. government. And it wasn't until 1991 that Congress passed the Agent Orange Act that gave the Department of Veterans Affairs the power to declare certain health conditions 
as what they call, quote, presumptive dioxin exposure. Um, the VA, however, doesn't have an accurate count of how many Vietnam veterans suffer from Agent Orange exposure. And that's uh, according to, at the time, um, Beth Lamb, she was a, a public affairs spokeswoman there at, at the Illinois VA uh, Center there. And she said, I can't get the Agent Orange statistics because it's not a general diagnosis. So you think about, you know, here they are, you know, these guys who 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 suffer from all these various health problems from Agent Orange, and they have no idea. But I can tell you right now that if you were over in Vietnam, you were exposed uh, to, to Agent Orange. And so there are, you know, thousands upon thousands of, of Vietnam veterans out there who are suffering uh, from Agent Orange exposure right now. So... You know, you don't need much of an accurate account. You can just say just about all of them. So tell me, Don, why do you think it's important to learn about Agent Orange and furthermore, what our veterans have gone through in war and out of war? You know, even 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 their spouses, uh, you know, they have the ability to draw disability from their husbands and uh, and, 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 uh, and the spouses will tell you that they a lot of them suffered along with their husbands. And so. Uh, they need to be, you know, seeking out, you know, help uh, through the VA before their husband dies. If 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 they if they if if their husband dies prior to any kind of diagnosis or getting the paperwork started, I don't know that there's much they can do uh, to get a widow's pension or anything like that. Um, but they definitely need to educate themselves, and, and they can do that by going down, like I said, to the DAV, and they can guide them in everything they need to know. Uh, about getting a widow's pension, um, you know, from their husband's disability, and and if you so if you're understanding that this that your husband was in Vietnam and because many times and and I will I will say you know my dad being in Vietnam is one of the reasons why my parents divorced is because it has such a an effect on him mentally that he wasn't the man you know he whenever he left for Vietnam. He wasn't the same person when he came back. And so the, I think ultimately that led to my parents' divorce because my dad was, he was just distant and and, and he didn't talk a whole lot and, and, and he had these, you know, night terrors and, and all these things that my mother, uh, you know, had a hard time dealing with. And and certain veterans, Vietnam veterans, will tell you, you know, they're not, it's not something that they're proud of, but but it's something that, unless you've been in war like that and have been exposed to things like that, it's what a lot of these guys who are returning, you know, from the Middle East, you know, Afghanistan. I mean, you, we hear about even though these these guys may come back now, you know, a lot of these guys are coming back. They're not dying as much as they did over in Vietnam. But mentally, you know, just because you can't see it on the outside doesn't mean that they're not struggling on the inside. And so the Vietnam veterans... You know, they were exposed not only, like I said, physically, but mentally. And and some of them, you know, just couldn't hack it whenever they got back. And and at least, you know, the, the veterans who are coming from, like the newer veterans uh, who are battling terrorism, you know, at least they're coming home. Now people are understanding, hey, these guys are putting their lives in the line and we should celebrate them and honor them. And, and and that's not what happened during the Vietnam War. So that compounded this problem uh, that that we have and we see with Agent Orange. 
And so, so veterans issues, you know, whenever I was a reporter, I, I wrote a lot about veterans issues and they're very near and dear to my heart. And this agent orange issue is still, uh, even, even two years later is very relevant and is ongoing. And I guarantee you, if you go down to the local DAV right now, there are guys down there who are struggling because of their exposure to agent orange. And that will wrap up our show for this week. I want to thank Missionary Inquiry reporter Bobby Hayes. So to send us questions or provide feedback, email us at newscast at messenger-inquire.com. Remember, you can find us on the Messenger Inquiry's website, its mobile app, and iTunes, where you can subscribe to Inquire. Until next time, I'm Don Wilkinson. Good day for Inquire. <laughs>